everybody, welcome back to Letterman Row. This is a Buyer's Auto Rapid Reaction. It's Friday, uh, but when something like this happens, we don't just wait till after a game for a rapid reaction. The head coach of the Buckeyes, Ryan Day, has tested positive for COVID. He will not travel with the team on Saturday for the game at Illinois. We uh, are under the impression uh, that, well, actually we know for a fact that the number of positive tests on the team are below the threshold. The game is still on as scheduled on Saturday at Illinois. Uh, at Letterman Row, we are not uh, going to name any specific names until the availability report is released by the school uh, in the best interest of privacy and for allowing for the fact that some testing results uh, may still change. Ohio State uh, is waiting on PCR tests for basically the entire team just in the interest of safety so they can play that game. They will travel on Saturday morning. They will fly out the day of the game and play the Illini. Uh, major changes as the Buckeyes try to make sure that they can uh, mitigate this pandemic the best they can and continue to play. Um, that's Jeremy Birmingham, Tim May, and Spencer Holbrook. I'm Austin Ward as we break this down here. Uh, uh, Tim, the latest that we've heard here. Now, Ryan Day, this is a major deal. This is the head coach of the program that will not be able to go on the road. Um, we know that the number is under the threshold for the Buckeyes. Uh, as you and I have reported, what what do you uh, feel comfortable with here? Oh, I just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really curious because, you know, you and I, as you and I, conversed during the week you know we heard the number was was five that uh, that they were dealing with from a positive standpoint and Ryan Day wasn't one of them so you know uh, what's curious there is you know whether any of these are false positives uh, and how many were and if none of them are you know we all know what happened with Justin Hilliard when he traveled to Penn State you know many weeks ago when you broke that story the day of the game that uh uh, it was a false positive, but it didn't do him any good <laughs> because uh, the test was done that day. But the, but the bottom line is, uh, I'm, the the big question is, you know, how did how did it get into the program to a certain extent? Uh, uh, the contact tracing, I think they felt very good about their contact tracing and the guys they've kind of zeroed in on who might have come in contact with these five guys. That's why they're still gung ho as we speak right now about getting on an airplane at eight what eight thirty eight fifteen eight thirty in the morning making that 45-minute flight to Champaign, getting off and going playing a game and then coming home, you know. And you and I talked about this. You remember this. I even wrote about this in uh, preseason that there was a possibility they could do something like this, you know, and uh, they pr preferred not to. But, I, you know, as of right now, I think there's a good chance they're going to play this game. But, you know, who knows? I just think the Ryan Day thing is very interesting because, you know, two of the top four coaches in the country, top four teams in the country, will be without their head coach on Saturday. Yeah, Nick Saban will not be able to coach as well. And uh, so the original plan, just for to clarify that, Ohio State was already you know, aware of positive tests, obviously, throughout the week. They were going to leave at 9 o'clock on Friday night. They were going to go straight to the hotel and then straight to their rooms. There were not going to be any team meetings in Champaign. They were going to get a box lunch when they got there. The, the entire trip was designed to minimize exposure. They knew that this was happening. You know, that's why they – spread out on the indoor facility for their Thanksgiving dinner on Thursday to play a football game. You still have to be around each other. Uh, but this is now the next step they've taken. They're basically moving that flight back 12 hours in Burham as, as Tim alluded to there with, with Nick Saban and now Ryan day, Ryan day has been as cautious as anybody in the country about trying to, to fight this, uh, stay safe, wearing masks, um, not being around his own family. The fact that it would get to him, I would think is, is a little bit uh, stunning. I mean, it is, but it also, I guess, shouldn't be. I mean, we, we've sort of realized as a society right now that it, it's pretty much everywhere. The exposure is going to be 
a possibility, no matter what you do, where you go. Uh, there, there certainly are things you can do to lessen the risk, but the reality is that everyone has probably already been exposed or or will be exposed to it. And, and you know, the good news is that most people are going to be fine. I, I uh, talked to people who heard from uh, Ryan Day on Friday and were on calls with him, and they said he seemed pretty much okay, no problems, um, which is obviously good news. But, you know, I, I think Tim is going to probably draw some fire here uh, because the Dr. Pepper commercials out there with Brian Bosworth and, and the, the jinx, Tim decided on Monday to ask, hey, hey, Ryan, aren't you glad that you guys have handled this so well? And then uh, here we are four days later. And uh, well, things have changed. But, you know, the, the truth is it's it's out there. You, you do the best you can and and you hope that uh, you are like most people who, who, who contract the, the virus and are fine. Um, it is unfortunate for the football team with three weeks to go in the regular season that now you're looking at however many guys end up not playing on Saturday will not play again until the big 10 championship game. If the Buckeyes can remain eligible for it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I asked Pete Warner, I said, knock on wood, you know, how well they had handled it, you know, just from the leadership standpoint of the team and stuff. But like you just pointed out, Jeremy, it only takes one or one or two people to show up with it or you come in contact and everything, all, all bets are off. And uh, you know, and he wasn't, he was and he even pointed that out. You know, they've been very, they've been as vigilant as you can be, I think, as a group of guys who aren't living in a bubble somewhere. And uh, to have this now sneak in is, uh, is, and as you pointed out, uh, and we'll point out more, you know, if you're a player and you've, you've tested positive uh, and it's, it's real, you miss the rest of the regular season based on the current uh, Big Ten rules. That's the real slam here. If it's a prominent player, you know, we've heard there might be only one real prominent player in this group, but, you know, we'll wait to find out to uh, tomorrow. Yeah, Spencer, when you look at this, so we're going to get touch on Larry Johnson and his role as the interim coach in a second. But when you look at, um, you know, Ryan Day not being there or flying out on the day of the game, I mean, this is – he has talked repeatedly about the value of routine. Obviously, he's entirely removed from that now. Uh, the players were only able to go through, a, a, you know, a lighter practice on Wednesday, a walkthrough – they practiced in the morning on Thursday, then had a Thanksgiving meal together. Like, I'm not saying that there's like any kind of upset alert here for Ohio State, but this is a very interesting situation for them because the whole week now has been thrown up in the air. Yeah, the two things that they stress the most at Ohio State are culture and routine, and you take one of those things out of out of the equation, and you've got a little bit of a of a mess. I don't want to panic people, but but it is a little bit of a, a scattered around for lack of a better word, mess, because they just haven't been able to do what they're comfortable doing. They've been doing it since, you know, since even Urban Meyer got there, you know, even up to the best Fridays in football. You can't imagine that that probably took place today just because of the, the severity of the situation and what's going on. That routine is so important to what they do every week and, and how they prepare for a game. And to take that away and to take that out of the equation, it, it really probably does mess with some of these guys. And, and you have to if you're Ohio State, you have to hope and uh, rely on the talent that you have. You know, Ohio State's two or three, the third best, uh, most talented team in the country. You have to rely on that now because your routine's gone, your head coach is gone, and uh, you kind of have to rally around what's been happening all week and just and just rely on what you do know because you don't have that routine. I actually think that there's a positive the fact here. That- uh, sorry, I think there's a positive that these next two weeks are on the road as opposed to having to deal with the home environment and all the other stuff that happens when you're playing in, in Columbus, because the, the road schedule is a little scattered anyway. It is a little bit um, more 
uh, dynamic than the than the stay at home stuff. So I think it actually helps that they're traveling to Illinois because if it was here in Columbus, you have a lot more stuff to to deal with. Um, but you know, for for Ohio State, you just you just plug along. As Spencer said, it's the most talented team in the Big Ten by far, um, and you'd have to imagine that the leadership of the team, and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about those those coaches, but um, the way they're set up is smart for what Ohio State, you know, for these sort of bizarre moments. Yeah, and, and you know, pushing the trip back, uh, you know, I was under the impression one of the reasons they were leaving at 9 p.m. was because of uh, rules in Illinois that kind of like limit uh, group uh, meetings, et cetera. So, you know, well, that was one of the things that was going on. But now pushing the trip back, as you as you guys know, and Austin, you know this, uh, uh, they do for a noon game, the testing that, that matters is what's done the, the day before or the afternoon before. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, for a night game, you do the testing the day of the game. So they're going to know, you know, later this evening, I'm sure, uh, whether or not the trip is definitely on. Uh, and this gives them the ability to just uh, uh, cancel, et cetera, as opposed to flying over there and finding out, in fact, they're not going to play. So this is, you know, there are all kinds of reasons why they've also pushed the uh, – I think the airplane ride back. Uh, Berm, when you look at uh, in Ryan Day not being available, and I, and I alluded to this, Larry Johnson will be the interim coach for the Buckeyes. He's, you know, sort of waited for an opportunity like this for a long time. He never would have ever imagined that this would be how it came. Um, you know, there were several people that asked, well, why is this not Kerry Combs? Why is this not Kevin Wilson? I mean, Larry Johnson is the associate head coach. He is certainly somebody that the entire roster respects. Um, is this about what you would have expected in this, in the event that this unexpected situation came to be? Yeah. And, and there's a primary reason for that. It's because on offense, it's uh, Kevin Wilson and Ryan day handle the play calling on defense. It's Kerry Combs and Greg Madison who handle the play calling. And so with, you don't have to disrupt what they're doing during the game and you can let Larry Johnson handle the other stuff because Larry's defensive line group a is extremely mature and a veteran and you don't have to do as much in-game coaching with them as you do other position groups because he has guys like Jonathan Cooper who are so firmly entrenched as leaders in that position. Uh, I think it's the perfect choice for what you said. Number one, everyone respects the hell out of Larry Johnson and, and you know that he's going to be able to motivate them in a, in a certain way, but also it allows the guys who are calling the game, the guys that are really, uh, in the booth uh, for the games to stay where they are and to make sure that the continuity on the game itself doesn't get lost. Yeah, not only that, I mean, Larry Johnson, I was going to use a bad word there. He got messed over by the fact that Penn State <laughs> paid him short shrift when it came to replacing uh, Joe Paterno. I don't know if you guys agree or not, but I totally believe that. This guy, this guy you know, is, is, is extremely well-respected. Keeps a cool head, despite the fact he can get fired up. Keeps a cool head. He's long deserved to be a head coach. Uh, I'm not sure he wanted it this way, though. Yeah. Spencer, um, as you look at this, I mean, we um, all fire, <laughs> filed our bold predictions this morning. I think we all expected Ohio State would win this game comfortably. Do you do you think, and you guys can all answer this after Spencer jumps in, do you, do you, does this change anything for you? Routine changes. Uh, the roster is not going to be 100%. We know that. Um, any any uncertainty for you on Saturday at noon? It's just interesting to me because this team's been a little doubted all week. You know, they're four behind Clemson in the college football playoff rankings. 
talk about the secondary all week. You talk about the defensive line not getting enough pressure. And now you give them a reason to rally around their head coach that's not going to be there, who's going to have to watch the game uh, on Fox Sports 1 like, like, like a lot of the rest of us. And so you give, them a, you give them a reason to play for their head coach, a reason to play for the guys who aren't going to be there and make the trip to Illinois. And I think this, this maybe even makes it a, a tougher matchup for Illinois because now Ohio State's going to be even more fired up. So, so I don't really think it has much of an impact. I know – you know, Illinois has a good run game. Illinois has uh, some pieces on defense. So that's what Ohio State had to focus on before. They have to focus on the exact same things right now. And uh, as long as Ohio State has a lot of its weapons, which we we expect them to because it's only five guys. And if you take five, you know, five players off the Ohio State roster, it's still far more talented than Illinois. I don't expect this to really change much of the game other than unless the routine really can affect Ohio State that badly. Yeah, and the good news is the weather's supposed to be pretty good over there. Uh you know, in the 50s, I think, and no wind. And the last thing you want to ever do is is play at Illinois in November with a wind. So, uh, you know, a lot of things are still in Ohio State's favor. And, uh, you know, I, I uh, with that said, you know, there there are key players that could get knocked off on an Ohio State roster where you would put this game in a little bit of jeopardy. But so far, I'm hearing that those guys aren't involved. <laughs> Yeah, and as long as number one's on the field for Ohio State, which right now we have every have have every reason to believe that he is going to be, I think that things are going to be fairly okay for the Buckeyes. It's not a situation like Mississippi State is traveling forty-seven scholarship players this weekend right. after tra- after after traveling forty-three scholarship players a week ago. Now the Big Ten wouldn't allow that to happen, regardless. But um, it, it's not a situation to this point where there is a huge huge deal losing ryan day sucks losing even one player for three weeks sucks but ohio state's roster should be able to handle that i I mean maybe 30 points gets knocked down to 24 just because of the the weirdness of the travel but um it's ohio state versus illinois i don't think you should expect much to change hey uh boston i mean awesome austin awesome i get all your nicknames mixed up is, is can we now segue into the fact that mississippi state gave georgia a hell of a game and yet georgia <laughs> dropped very, you know was still in the top 10 in the college football playoff rankings or we're gonna we we're gonna save a, that for the point yeah we're gonna save that for the tim may podcast we're gonna get into a lot of those uh strange situations going on but right now uh ryan day has tested positive for COVID. the buckeyes coach will not be there on saturday at illinois as of this point Uh, As we break down rapid reaction brought to you by Barzato, the Buckeyes are still expecting to play. They are currently under the positive threshold for COVID. And we can also get into the uh, very bizarre uh, restrictions that the Big Ten laid out for this season later. Uh, This small amount that we're aware of doesn't seem like it should put the game in jeopardy, but that's really been the case as Ohio State uh, had to evaluate whether they'd be able to travel on Friday night or Saturday morning to play Illinois. Again, this has been Rapid Reaction brought to you by Byers Auto. That's Jeremy Birmingham, Tim May, and Spencer Holbrook. I'm Austin Ward. Letterman Monroe is still on the way to Champaign. We're going to still have coverage for this game as long as it's played. Stay with us at lettermanrow.com for full coverage of the Buckeyes all year round. We will see you there.